Aphrodite, thank you for joining us today on Austin Hellenic Radio. And to begin, tell us about your background and how you came to be involved with Hellenext and with the Greek American community. First of all, thank you for having me on your show, Michael. It's um, quite an honor. I began working with Hellenex uh, just this year, actually. So very recently, I knew about the network. I've been living in D.C. for about four years. And the last few years, I learned about the Hellenex initiative and, and the master classes that they offer in D.C. and in some other cities. And I, you know, I met uh, with the executive director, Leon Stavru, and the, there was, I, I worked with another international development organization for the past few years, and I was ready to transition and try something new and maybe work with a smaller organization, take a more hands-on role in, in programs and being involved with the network of people. So after talking to Leon a little bit, I applied and joined with their team. It's been a great experience. The Greek American community in Washington, D.C. is certainly very vibrant. Uh, there's people from all across the country that come through D.C. or come to live in D.C. that work in public affairs, international affairs, a range of nonprofit and community organizations. It's quite an active group, very interested in Greek American community activities here in the U.S., but also uh, a lot of the issues that, that take place that are, that are prominent in Greece right now. That's, I think that's part of what drew me to the Next Generation Initiative, in addition to their focus on you know, the role of young professionals and how you, how you help focus on and strengthen the network and the, the skills and capacities of, of young professionals in all fields. Um, so it's, it's been an honor to be working with this group this year. And some of our listeners may remember that uh, we actually had an interview with Leon Stavru here in Austin Hellenic Radio last fall. But to continue talking about Hellenex yeah. for a few moments, what is the purpose of Hellenex? And in what ways does the organization work with students of Greek descent? Um, the main mission of the Next Generation Initiative, or Hellenex, um, as it's called, is to connect the next generation of leaders with current leaders in all fields and also to help them become our future leaders. So they do this primarily through connecting students and very early professionals to um, internship and, and work opportunities, working with Greek American leaders of businesses and public departments and nonprofit organizations to think about offering new or, or growing internship opportunities to young professionals and to students. They also host master classes, um, which are one-time sessions with prominent, successful uh, individuals in any field for a group of maybe 15, 20 students who can come in and have hear, hear from these, these leaders uh, about their experience, um, their journey to, to how they got to where they are, what kinds of mentors they had along the way, and then have an opportunity to ask them questions and, and have a, a conversation with them. And then in addition to that, um, in 2007, the initiative launched an Athens Fellowship, which is a program to send undergraduate or graduate students to Greece for a week, uh, a little over a week in the summer to get an in-depth view of what Greece is like today, modern Greece. They do this through not only being in Greece and experiencing Athens, but meeting modern leaders at high levels of business, government, uh, civil society, media. So that's been going on for the last couple of years as well. And you mentioned the Athens Fellowship, and this past summer, the Next Generation Initiative 
rework this fellowship in some way by launching the Reinventing Greece Media Project, which I'll mention that I also had the opportunity to be a part of. Tell us a little bit about this project and Indeed. what its objectives were. So this year we see we see that Greece is facing a lot of challenges. There's been a lot, great deal of international attention as well on particularly the economic crisis in Greece, but this economic crisis has also heightened political and social challenges in the country as well. So this year we thought that we would do it, the Athens Fellowship Program a little different. We have, with the generous support of many individual sponsors and patrons and friends, the initiative was able to bring a team of seven fellows to Athens in July and spend three weeks in Athens. And this team served as, as kind of the launch team for what we're calling the Reinventing Greece Media Project. The fellows were selected, to, um, they were nominated by our network of professors, academics, you know, professionals, and they were selected with some experience, you know, you all had some experience in, in both uh, different aspects of public affairs and international affairs, e economics, but also journalism or communications. And we were lucky enough to have a team that had a, quite a range of backgrounds in, in, so in broadcast, radio, print journalism, creative writing, um, multimedia content production. And what we did was uh, we, we helped this team report on the initiatives and ideas of public and community leaders in Greece, entrepreneurs, young risk takers in different sectors um, that were trying to, that have been trying to or are, are, are just starting to try to reinvent Greece somehow to, to try to solve some of the problems, whether they're social, economic, in their society. So the team has, was posting their stories and interviews um, that, took, that they covered and prepared during, during the summer on the project website, which is www.reinventinggreece.org. And I know everyone has a lot more stories that are they're working on that will be posted over the coming months. And in this effort, we had the lead mentor um, of the team, as, as you, know, you all worked on your stories for the website, was uh, Professor Dodi Tantar, who is a professor at Columbia University and a freelance journalist and editor. She was also in Athens this summer, so she helped a great deal, um, helped guide the team as they prepared all their stories. The site also has blog posts. We wanted to give everyone an opportunity to also include their own voice and their perspective on the experience itself. It was very much a pilot project this year. It came together very quickly this summer, and a lot of this was new for the initiative. This is It's a little different from you know, how the fellowship was conducted in past years, but I think that we had a great response from people we met with in Greece and uh, people that have supported the project and, you know, have been helping us along the way back here in the U.S. So, and I, I think that we had an excellent team, um, you know, you and your fellow teammates were energetic, dedicated, endured a lot of challenges in getting around Athens this summer. <laughs> And we're very, very professional, I think, in, in how you sought stories and, and spoke with people and introduced yourselves as young professionals and you know, also highlighted the work of others. And as you mentioned, this was a pilot program this summer. It, it was the first time that the uh, initiative ran the Athens Fellowship in this way. And there were many unique aspects to it uh, through its combination of journalism, through coverage of the contemporary political and economic issues that Greece is facing today. The fact that uh, the fellows work together as a team in terms of doing the interviews, for instance, but also in individually in terms of actually writing up stories, writing up blog posts. Tell us more about this approach and how you felt yes. uh, that the team worked together this past summer. Well, we, we, we certainly wanted to include, the project was about 
several things, um, primarily independent media, professional development for students and, and young professionals, mentorship, and then partnership. Um, these were some of the key factors that we were thinking about along the way because we wanted to be ex an experience for the fellows. Um, so the people that, you know, the young, I know some of the team is still completing their studies and some just graduated. So we wanted them to build their skill set and have an ex like a very professional experience while they were in Athens and participating in this program and have an opportunity to work with mentors. So they worked with, you know, in addition to the lead mentor, they, they've met with and had um, some sessions with other young professionals that have some experience in freelance journalism and other types of, types of communication. And we also wanted to put a lot of this, the Reinventing Greece project, give them the lead in, in identifying some of these stories and preparing some of the work because we want them to, to kind of lead. You know, the next generation should be able to lead some of the, the, the dialogue on what people are doing to, to problems in their communities. Um, and I think that being able to take a lead in this kind of communication is what will help lead to future partnerships as well. And so the connections that they made in person on the ground in Greece this summer on, you know, having met with people that and organizations that the, the network that the Next Generation Initiative has met with in the past, but also people that they sought out on their own. I think these kinds of connections are already continuing and I think will grow in the future and will help them form partnerships as they progress in their careers, um, this is, I think this is very important both for, you know, young Greek Americans and also their counterparts in Greece. It's becoming a very global world. Um, there's, you know, the newer generations in particular, their education, their travel experience, I think is growing and becoming much more connected. Um, technology, of course, also helps connect this growing programs through universities, allow students to, to travel much more and and meet their counterparts in other countries around the world. So why not with Greece? Why not help strengthen these connections with Greece? So I, I think we had the team attend a lot of the meetings together and then work on the pieces together, but also gave some opportunity to fellows to conduct one-on-one -on -one interviews or smaller group interviews with, with people based on their interests and you know feature stories that they wanna work on. So we tried to keep it a very mixed experience and hopefully we'll see how this progresses. Um, we'll see how these connections grow over the future. And, and we hope to find many more contributors along the way as we continue posting stories on the website. And hopefully in the future, um, your team can serve as mentors to uh, the next, next teams that if all, if all goes well, we can, we can send next year and in the future. And we're speaking with Aphrodite Buikilis of Hellenex, the Next Generation Initiative. And just to continue on the topic of the interviews that were done as part of the Reinventing Greece Media Project, who were some of the personalities that the team interviewed and what was their response to this initiative? Ah, yes. So over, over three weeks, our team met with government, business, media, civil society leaders and activists, people across the board. And these are offices and individuals that the Athens Fellows have met, some, some of them have met with in the past, but also people that we've met for the first time. So these meetings included meetings at the Ministry of Foreign Affairs and Ministry of Tourism, the Invest in Greece Agency, the City of Athens. There were meetings with think tank and research institutes like the Hellenic Foundation for European Foreign Policy, also known as LEMF, a foundation of economic and industrial research, the Athens Bar Association, the Hellenic Bank Association. There were interviews with individual members of parliament, 
the American Hellenic Chamber of Commerce, I met with economists, private investors, angel investors, venture capitalists. In media, we met with um, editors and reporters at Cathy Merini and Athens News Agency, uh, people at the Federation of Hellenic Associations of Young Entrepreneurs, um, the executive director of Thenameris Ship Management Company, and a range of young entrepreneurs, um, founders of nonprofits in, in Greece, uh, civil society activists, new and longtime activists. So it's a very broad range, I think, of topics that were covered. And so some of these stories are already on the website and others will be, will be posted in the coming months. There were so many more organizations, individuals that we wanted to meet with or tried to meet with, but simply could not due to time constraints. But every time, it was amazing, the, the, I think the feedback that we got and the response we got from the people we met, and even just people that we randomly encountered along the way in Athens and, and introduced ourselves to, was, was amazing. Um, and it was very positive. Every, you know, there were many of the people that we met with suggested several other people we could meet with, and the list of suggestions just grew and grew. So there are a lot of people, there is a lot of movement, I think, in Greece, whether it's at, you know, the small community scale or the national level to try and, and do something new or take a new approach or continue efforts that have worked in the past but are not as well known to try to improve things, I think, and maybe make some changes that are needed. But we certainly have to thank all the longtime supporters and friends of the Next Generation Initiative, many new friends that we met and that helped introduce us to potential interviewees and, and some of the groups that we met with, people in Athens and in the U.S. So we had great support in both countries. And of course, a topic that was on everybody's mind in Greece was, of course, the economic situation and uh, the political situation relating to that. And the interviews that the Reinventing Greece team conducted over the summer were in large part geared at collecting ideas and thoughts on how Greece could recover and how it could move forward as a country. Was there any general consensus among the people that were interviewed as to how Greece can move forward? Were there any interesting ideas that stood out to you and any positive initiatives that were discussed that are being worked on in Greece as we speak? You know, we highlighted some specific examples, um, certainly, but there were some broad themes that, that definitely emerged. And I think a lot of other folks we met with mentioned that in terms of economics, I think growing the economy, growing exports, finding and supporting new ventures and making it easier for entrepreneurs to establish and grow their ventures is, is certainly going to be very important. And there's some efforts along those lines. But I think that even from the business community and the civil society community, that there's a, a consensus as well that in terms of the relationship between people and, and their government in Greece, that, that I think that that needs some work. There's There are trust issues, I think. Um, trust is a big factor in how when big changes need to be made. And so we got a lot of comments and people expressing their concern that there needs to be much more discussion on what the vision will be for moving forward what the comprehensive strategy is going to be, what the, what the plan. Because at a time when a lot of changes have to be made very quickly, of course, changes in one sector will affect another sector. You know, changes to the economy are going to affect social issues. Changes to the political system or political relationships will affect economy and social sectors. And some of the, one of the biggest gaps that needs to be addressed, I think, is how citizens can communicate with their government as these changes are being made. But there's... There have been some movements, I believe, in terms of trying to 
change and implement and monitor how new laws for and new regulations for supporting entrepreneurship are coming down in uh, on the ground, you know, in practice. There's still a long way to go is another general consensus we got, <laughs> but people are working on things. Um, there's a concern, however, too, that it's very difficult right now to also attract and keep young professionals in Greece. The unemployment rate is something that is also becoming very well known around the world that, you know, it's particularly for 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 youth for the younger generation it's near near 40% so or more so this is something that was discussed throughout our experience how you you engage and keep young professionals in the country and entrepreneurship certainly is is one of those avenues so it's i think uh, young entrepreneurs and investors are are keen on thinking about this topic and certainly continuing on that topic for a bit, certainly uh, unemployment is a big problem in Greece right now, especially unemployment, as you mentioned, among young professionals, which is very high. One thing that we saw, however, over the past few months is in terms of the media coverage of Greece and its economic situation, the media coverage in particular in the international press was often uh, quite unflattering for Greece. How would you compare the way that Greece has been often portrayed in the media compared to what you've actually experienced in Greece? And certainly you're still there now. Uh, so you've, yeah. you've been there for almost the entire summer. So. How would you compare your day-to-day -day experience versus the impressions that perhaps are being sent out about uh, the situation in Greece? Yeah, I've been here since mid-June and uh, spent that last weekend of that last week of June in Athens and all of July, and then the rest of August I've been in northern Greece around the smaller town of Kozani. And I, I, I definitely think that there is, and and we've heard this even from. Greek media representatives that there's there's a misperception. Greece is in some ways misrepresented a little bit in in terms of I think the way that the the social unrest was portrayed. For example, in my own experience, um, I was in Athens the last week of June, and so when the when there was the the heightened unrest happened around Sindagma Square on June 28 and 29, I think that there were a lot of reporters on the ground that were reporting on things that were happening in, in a small radius, but that made it seem like it was everywhere or made generalizations about who was participating in those more violent demonstrations and who. Um, consensus here in Greece or in Athens, people that have been out um, in Sindagma Square a lot throughout the last few months, who live here, who watch the news, but also hear news from their own networks will will say will agree that there's been a growing movement of people coming out in the streets in Greece in a very very peaceful way but that there are some some individuals and some very smaller groups that will sometimes cause a lot more damage out on the public square there but i think it's it's not constructive to represent things in a way that makes them seem it's not constructive to to represent an event that takes place in at a certain time in a certain space as being representative of a broader condition because that's not the case and we lose the very positive example I think of citizens and and people that live in Athens becoming I think more publicly active in a way by coming out in peaceful ways in peaceful gatherings. Um, that's an important thing to 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 note and to understand. You know who is who really is gathering peacefully? What are they demanding? What do they want to express? 
I don't think it's constructive to hide that or, or misrepresent it. You know, I got a lot of people were asking me or if I was okay in June. And yeah, life goes on as usual. And a lot of Athenians will have told us the same thing. You know, they said, yeah, daily life continues. Everything continues. And we have, we still have to figure out how to address the real challenges. Um, so it, in some ways, when, when one story sometimes takes over the news circuit for a country or or a region, it, it makes the, it makes it difficult to continue the discussion on real reforms or real real problems that are actually having broader impacts. Also, I think there's some misrepresentation in, in a lot of ways on on a lot of the economic factors and and here in Greece and and the work um, there have been there have been comments made in media, international media, that generalizations implying that people in Greece don't work as hard or demand a lot more entitlements than other people do. And there's articles that will contest this. There's a lot of back and forth, I think, on the information and the facts. But I can certainly say that on the ground, you know that a lot of people really have been working hard for a long time. Even if you look, particularly when you look around Athens as well, even the smaller towns, there's a lot of people, there are a lot of businesses that are closing. There are a lot of people that are that are struggling. So it's, it's I think it's a little unfair. It's it's a very important role that that media has. So I think it's, it does a lot of, there are a lot of implications when situations are, are misrepresented. Looking forward, do you feel that the Greek uh, diaspora and in particular the Greek American community can play a significant role in uh, helping to move Greece forward? Um, I believe there's a lot of potential and I think that there's a, there are a lot of people, there's a lot of groups um, in the diaspora community uh, in the U.S. that are very interested in in doing that. I think there's a there are people that want to connect more and I think establish much more exchange and, and more partnership, you know, with with their peers, their counterparts um, out in Greece and and help help discuss how they can work together to address some of the economic and social problems that you know Greeks are facing, because we can always find common experience um, and share examples of what has worked and what has not worked for us. You know, there's across borders, you can share examples of um, with people that have struggled against similar to solve similar problems. So I think there, there's we just have to find a way to communicate more and understand each other more. Um, and that's kind of the principle behind this project is that um, we would send, you know, our our team of, of fellows would be in Athens first and foremost to ask um, to ask people their questions, um, to listen, and to try to understand. Um, through that, we can build our communication and then share share our common lessons and success stories, experiences, what challenges we face, how we've overcome them. Um, but you certainly need to understand each other first. And there's no better way really to do that than to have these person-to-person connections, to be there on the ground, to meet in person, um, to have discussions in person, to ask questions face-to-face and hear hear answers, um, see people respond, um, tell each other why you're interested and why you're there, uh, and certainly show that you have that commitment by... It, it, was, it certainly isn't easy to spend three weeks running around Athens in, in the height of summer, <laughs> you know, in work clothes and carrying around laptops and 
recording equipment. Um, but I think our team did this with without complaint and uh, with an eagerness to interview as many people as we could and meet more people. Um, and I think that a lot of the people that we met saw this and sensed this and, and there was trust that was built. So they were more than happy to sit down and share their story and their experience with us. I think this is um, the best, I think this is the best way to build sustainable relationships, you know, over time that you've listened, you've understood each other, and then you can discuss how you can work together to move forward. Um, so hopefully we can bring many more people into this network, uh, grow this effort over the coming months and years, and see what kinds of cooperation spring from, you know, just having more information available about each other in English. Um, because this is uh, particular for diaspora communities. I think there's there are a lot of folks in, in the diaspora communities that, you know, know Greek and speak Greek and travel frequently to Greece. But there's also um, a lot of us don't know Greek as fluently or don't have access to Greek only news. Um, so to some extent, it helps to both meet in person, but also have someone reporting on some of this work and some of these ideas in English. Um, yeah, I think that will help bring a lot more people into the network and make a lot more people in the diaspora community um, much more active, you know, because you can see, you can find, you can find who your counterparts are. Um, people can find their shared interests and see who the, the players are on the other side and who they can reach out to and begin making, begin initiating dialogue. And to wrap up, what are the future plans of the Reinventing Greece media project? Well, we'd like to um, grow our team of contributors. Um, certainly the, the team of um, fellows that were in Athens this summer will continue posting stories and blog posts on the website. Um, some of these stories and interviews are from their experiences in July, and some will be from continued um, communication via internet and, and telephone and Skype. Um, but we will also be reaching out to interested contributors that would like to, that are on the ground in Athens or are, will be traveling to Greece um, or are interested in sharing stories um, some way about, you know, other initiatives that they've found and people that they've met in Greece that are seeking to reinvent um, so that, that's the, the plan for the next few months in this coming year. Um, by next year, if we can, um, get the support and send a new team out to Greece, um, we would love to have the fellows from this year serve as mentors for that group along the way, you know, in addition to, uh, having their experienced professional mentorship um, I think there's there's a benefit to having experienced mentors but also peer mentors or other young professional mentors you know that can share their very vivid uh, experience of how I, I'm you know I'm sure a lot of people could learn from you and your teammates about what the experience was really like on a day-to-day -day basis and what some of the challenges you know were for a young professional to be operating in this very new type of experience and very fast paced, <laughs> time intensive um, kind of program. So I think those are some of the 
shorter term plans. Um, longer term, we'd love to gather as many uh, interested supporters as we can and just continue spreading the word about the website, um, the effort, uh, continue highlighting people's ideas in Greece and then um, discovering discovering who who is like-minded here in the diaspora community or um, in the broader U.S. society that we can uh, connect with so we can connect with those in Greece, those in the diaspora community, and our, our peers here in the U.S. Um, well, Aphrodite, thank you for uh, taking the time to uh, speak to us today. And we'll just remind our listeners one more time that the Reinventing Greece Media Project is available online at reinventinggreece.org. And Hellenext, the Next Generation Initiative, is also available online at Hellenext, H-E-L-L-E-N-E-X-T dot O-R-G. Aphrodite, thanks again for taking the time to join us. Michael, thank you for having me.